Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Bobby. And I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, if you probably guessed, we're a man down tonight. Yes. Unfortunately, Andy is not well. I feel like he's a bit like a Will Opawate. Mm. Seems to have like one or two get one or two podcasts in him and then comes down with some sort of illness. And then he's out for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Hopawate. <laughs> That's his new nickname. Which I would not do the podcast on a Sunday. <laughs> He'd never be here. No. <laughs> So yeah, just the two of us tonight. It is. I think he's uh, playing mind games with the Predictions League because the Predictions League, as we'll get onto later on, is extremely tight. Mm. Is it one of your favourite segments this week? Yeah, yeah. At the minute. At the minute. I think I haven't seen the table, so. Ah, But I'm feeling quite good. Yeah? I'm feeling quite good. good. So he's either playing mind games with this last round. Yeah. Or he's bottled it. You judge, you be the judge. I think I'll have to wait for the predictions. Yeah, you, you you know, you tell us. Anyway, what's been happening this week? Not a lot, really. US Open started in the tennis, didn't it? Yeah. Flushing Meadows. Couple of big shocks yesterday in the opening day. There was. Taylor Fritz out and Stefanos Tistitipas knocked out as well. I think he was like third seed as well. Yeah. We saw his uh, saw his bobblehead in Greece, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, there was loads of them. <laughs> Those little statues of bobbleheads. I'm going to start rugby league bobbleheads. Told yeah. you they were they were well cool. Yeah, I think I think they sell. Yeah, Ru- rugby league bobbleheads. It's the way forward. I I I agree. I think they'd uh, I think they'd. I'd sell. buy them. Yeah, it'd be your first one. It's uh, a good question. Anyone in mind? Um. Ooh. James Rowe would be a good one. Yeah. All the Saints fans out there. Yeah. Especially him just extending his uh, contract. Yeah. So. Yeah, one more year of Roby. Yeah. Very good. Excellent news for St. Helens. Any plans for the week, anyway? Uh, oh, yes. Going watching uh, some cricket tomorrow. Oh, are you? I'm watching one of the 100 games down oh. at uh, Old Trafford. Oh, very good. Is it just one game or is there a men's no, and women's? The, yeah, men's and women's. Oh, brilliant. Where are you going? Old Trafford. <laughs> Sorry, who's playing, I meant. Manchester. Oh, obviously. <laughs> who's uh, playing? They're playing, I think they're playing Oval Invincibles. Ah, okay. So, okay. Yeah, I think they've got a few good players. Yeah. So, so yeah, that'll be fun. Yes, it will. You, any plans this weekend? Nah. That's not what I heard. <laughs> I may be going to another musical. <laughs> Which one? To be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm actually all right with this one. I'm actually looking forward to you it. You love them. Don't say, oh, I'm okay with this one. Well, no, no, I am. The other ones I just do to please my girlfriend, but... Well, no, I know you're lying. <laughs> but this, this one, I'm actually looking forward to it. It's called Six. Never heard of it. Neither have I. Uh, it's about Henry VIII's wives. Oh, okay. So I'm quite. I, I quite like my history, and I quite like Henry VIII. So, so 
So I think it might be good. Off with her head. <laughs> You're going to be like that. If it's not, I'm going to stand up and sing it. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. What have we got coming on tonight? Uh, so we have our Super League review. Uh, we've got a double this week. We've got the round 25 and round 26. So that'll be good. We have my stats of the week, our popular NRL readout, mm-hmm. and then we have Bright from Six Again on for predictions. That's right. It, it um, It's going to be a, a busy one with this double-header, I think, this double-headed round, if you like. Yes, definitely. So, shall we get into it? We shall indeed. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. That's right. Super League review time. Round 25 and 26 to get through tonight. Um... We'll scrap Easter weekend, but we'll do pretty much the same thing all at the very end of the season. Makes sense. Yeah. And in a World Cup, yeah. Yeah. Player welfare, what's that? Yeah. Makes sense. Just, again, just complete and utter poor planning. You've got your your playoffs are two weeks away. Mm -hmm. And you're making teams play three games in the space of a week. Yeah. Ridiculous. It is. It is. Uh, but let's kick off. Where do you want to start? Let's let's start off on the uh, Wednesday game with Leeds and Huddersfield. It was Leeds eighteen, Huddersfield fourteen. Mm, the Rhinos charge continues. It does, and they played well. They 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 put on some. Um, some nice moves, and as did Huddersfield. I think it was a it was a real um, playoff clash. I thought, mm. and they could meet again in a couple of weeks' time in that first playoff game. So that will be interesting to see as well. Yeah, yeah. I um, there was a lot of cards in this game as well, and a lot of them I just didn't understand. No, I a couple of very some very soft ones that didn't really require them. Mm. I think Blake Austin was unlucky to be sent to the bin. Yeah. I don't think that was quite a shoulder charge or I'm not sure, I, I don't agree with that one. No, the only one that I really agreed with and I didn't at the time was the Aiden Caesar one. That the one that on Farge. On, yeah, on Because yeah. at first I thought he'd give it for a late hit. So it's not late. That's what I thought. Oh, did he not give it yeah, for the late I hit? I think it was, he made contact with the head. And when I saw it, I thought, yeah, fair enough. That's that's probably the right decision. Oh, Because okay. it wasn't really a tackle as such. He just sort of ran into him. and Because and, I don't think it was malicious or anything. It was just, you know, caught him a bit high. But... Uh, I mean, the, the Huddersfield, Huddersfield must feel extremely harshly done by some of them. I know yeah. they were late on and maybe, maybe didn't have much impact on the, the score. Mm. Uh, but the 
the Chris Hill one in particular was a big talking point. Yeah, what did you what did you make of that one? Did you think it was a yellow? I, no, I just thought Richie Myler had jumped up. Yeah, I thought he was trying to milk a me. penalty. Yeah, um, and it, it sparked huge controversy, I think, and and it didn't help the fact that John Wilkin on Sky Sports said that it wasn't cheating; it was smart play. Yeah, I mean, come on. And he copped a hell of a lot of stick for that. And rightly so, I think. Yeah, that's just a a silly comment, especially live on on Sky Sports. And he already divides opinion. Yeah. I think he does it sometimes to... Be the new Phil Clark. Yeah, to put himself in that face and, oh, let's talk about what Wilkin said. Mm. I think he's had that a bit this season. But I did think that, that Chris Hill was just had his arms around him and Myler jumped up. I don't think Hill lifted him. No. And and the Joe Green Joe Greenwood must be must have been thinking it's like, what have I done? He had he, he he was wrapped round the player's legs, sort of ended up behind him and letting go and, and I think it was Levi I think it was Levi was on on top holding the ball and it was almost like, you know, like when you stand behind your mate as yeah. somebody pushes him over. That's what it was like. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it. I was like, hey, he's just gotten out on his hands and knees and gone, go on, push him. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. It's just that he's landed. I think in both instances for Huddersfield, I think they've both just landed in an awkward position on the necks. And then I think it's just made it look a lot worse than it was. Uh, and that's why the yellow cards were produced. But yeah, very, very unlucky in that respect to, to Huddersfield. But I don't think either of them got any bans from it. So no, and rightly so. I think they're okay on that front. And rightly so. Uh, and was it Ollie Russell doing the kicking? Yes, it was. Yes, one out of four. Nightmare with the boot, and he's usually quite reliable as well. Mm. One out of four, so he gets them with the three. We by two. Different game. Yeah. Completely different game. But are we starting to see an, an old school Leeds Rhinos where you're thinking they could win this from whatever playoff play, whatever playoff place is available to them? Well, they're, they're pretty well known for coming good at the right time. Aren't they? mm. Pretty notorious for coming good at the right time. And once again, they're, they're doing it. Yeah. Um, Right, those fans must be really pleased with the way that they're playing and the, the, the changes that that Rowan Smith has, has come in and made. And he's got them playing, so we'll wait and see. I still think it might be slightly too much for them to do if they come up against a, uh, a Wigan or a St. Helens, who are obviously the, the favourites to make the grand final. Mm. That might be one step too far, but... In knockout footy, you never know. No, you don't. Well, shall we move on to... Well, in fact, the, we might as well move on to that game. They, they ended up playing each other, didn't they, in in the uh, in the derby? It was uh, Wigan 30, St. Helens 10. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a, a, a classic, classic match. It's, it's never the same when... One of the or either of the sides aren't at the strongest. Um, Wigan played really, really well. Play, they've got bags of speed. 
on them edges and, and Jai Field at the at the back bags of speed and I but I also think that Saints attack was pretty toothless and slow and they made it easy for Wigan to defend. Yeah. I mean they had Benison and Sim on the wings and in the centres they had Hurrell and Joe Batchelor. So really I think out of them four you've only got Conrad Hurrell who played in his natural position. Yeah. Josh Sim, I think, is a centre by trade. Obviously Joe Batchelor second row when Benison is is a full back, I think, but can do a job on the wings, so and has done for the, for the well, last eight, ten games. Yeah, you're right. He's when you've got that many injuries and, and that many and you know, even you even you, one of your starting half backs is is playing with an injury. And and late news, Tommy Makinson was was obviously missing. I think he had some swelling in his knee or something. Yeah, I, I heard the same thing. It's it's always hard coming up against well, one of the best attacks, or the best attack, the best attack in the league, especially as you said with that pace. And you know, if you're not in your normal positions, they're just going to exploit that. It just looked to me like that that Saints didn't really trust that three quarter line because apart from Conrad Url. I don't think any of them touched the ball throughout the game, really. No, they were, try, they were the, trying to force over a lot. Hit the lead they? runner, hit the lead runner, hit the lead runner. I'd never seen Curtis Siren and take some money runs in. Yeah. And I think yeah. if they'd have got it out a bit, if they'd have gone behind, I think one or two times they had numbers. But it was almost like they didn't trust that three-quarter line and they were just trying to crash their way over. And they yeah. made it really, really easy for for Wigan. But but credit to them, they well they scored thirty points against the best defense in the league. Well, yeah, exactly. And you know, as we, as you say all season, you can only play what's in front of you. Yeah, and that's exactly what they've done. They've 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 turned up. They've played what's in front of them, and they've they've done very well. I think, as you said, I think we'll see a. It's it's very hard to look past a. a Saints and Wigan final this year. Mm. At the minute, like you say, playoff footy it can surprise you. It can do anything, but it's very hard to look past that. And I think you'll see a very different um, result mm. in the ground. I think it'll be a lot closer in the, if if they do meet in the final. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, interview with Bevan French after the game that didn't sound uh, very convincing that he was going to stay. No, it didn't, did it? No. And I think it, I think everybody's sort of known that for quite a while because if he was going to stay, I think they'd have announced it by now. Yeah. Uh, not saying he's signed anywhere else, but he's obviously vying for um, a contract in the NRL. Uh, what, what what was it he said that there's a there's a really good offer on the table from Wigan, but something along the lines of. Uh, the family's really important to me, and and things like that. It didn't yeah. sound great. There's, it sounded like he was on his way. He's like he's basically saying there's other things to consider than just a yeah. Uh, here we go. We'll give you whatever you want type thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's got one foot out the door. But I know. Well, there was reports that the Newcastle Knights were in for him, weren't they? Yeah, and they've been there for a while, and usually when they. There's reports like that that stick around for a while. Usually, they don't tend to just vanish. Well, longer uh, the, the longer they don't announce it, 
that you you know pretty much nine times out nine and a half times out of ten that means they've gone so yeah. I mean it happened at St. Helens a few years ago do you remember with Ben Barber yeah it, it everyone was wanting to stay and it prolonged and prolonged and eventually mm. it was we've not you've not heard anything for a while now so yeah and that's what happened he, he did end up leaving so I think it's a very similar situation in that respect yeah absolutely okay where to next uh, let's go with a, another team that is trying to make that top six and yet another wrong end of the result in Warrington 18, Castleford 19. Yeah, uh, Cass will be extremely happy with that, that little comeback that they had there to, to come away with the two points because they... Obviously, we'll get on to it later. Obviously, uh, lost on the, the Monday, which means that last round with Leeds is, like, crucial. Yeah. Uh, so, but typical Warrington again. Just get in front, build lead, can't hold on to it. it, it we say it every single week and it, nothing changes. Every review, I, I, I'd, actually, I'd actually reckon if we listened back to every single podcast... I reckon you'd hear a very similar thing every time you mention the word Warrington. Mm. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. The the only the, <clears throat> the only good sign I think from Warrington is Matt Dufty looks like he's going to be a really good signing, which we thought anyway. Yeah, we did. We'd we we we'd hoped he'd he was going to do something to prove us wrong, didn't we? Because he we he, he came over with the attitude of being an NRL player and not wanting to leave, but. If he keeps going like he is doing, then then hopefully yes, he, he will be a good player and a good player for Super League as well. I I think I don't think there's any longevity in him. I think next year he'll give everything to try and get back to the NRL. It might not work out, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, but Danny Richardson looked like he had a, a really really good game. Yes, he did. He put in some really nice kicks and. Secured the drop goal that, that took him in front for the very first time as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he had a, a nice pass to Alfords out on the left. That I think uh, tied it up. Yes, he did. Although that that first kick he put through, I was wondering where the where Warrington's defence was. Jake Marmo had about five seconds to put that ball down on the in the in goal. Mm. He just sort of watched it bounce. He was waiting for that right bounce to put it down, and I'm thinking, where's your defence? Get on him. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, we've said it all season. Defensively, just not there. Pretty gutless in defence. And they, they seem to show signs that they can play and then just sort of say, well, we're not going to do it anymore. Just stop. So, yeah, and there's uh, well, there's a few players leaving this year, isn't there? So mm. they've over, well, Powell's overhauled his squad. Yeah, a lot of new faces coming in next season as well. So, so see how they go. They'll, they'll definitely be better next season. Yeah, you'd you'd like to you'd like to think so. Yeah. So, but Cass, you know, um, vying for that last playoff spot now, um, and did a really good job to come back and and, and get them two points. Yeah, definitely, and. Uh, as you said, now sets up a, a big clash on with Leeds this week, so look mm. forward to that. Yeah. Well, the moving on, the, the other team um, that 
is, well, I, I suppose we'll move on to it um, when we come on to round 26, but are now in the playoffs is, is Salford. And they started round 25 with a home win against Hull FC. Salford 28, Hull 18. Yeah, um, was looking a bit a bit tight, a bit shaky at the start, I thought. I uh, thought Hull had a really good start and thought it was going to be one of them games where they, they actually turned up for 80 minutes and, and come away with the win. Mm, yeah, definitely a lot closer than what I mean, most 12, people... I mean, 12-10 they were leading at half-time, Hull. Yeah, uh, there's not many... I don't. Well, I haven't actually had a look, but I don't think there's many teams that have gone to Salford this season and been leading at half time especially or mm. so yeah um not in the, definitely not in the last few weeks anyway no definitely not in the last few weeks but it, it's uh it's always dangerous times of the season these teams now in it when they've got nothing else to play for they just well, what's the signing situation with Will Smith can you remember was it it wasn't alone just for this end of this season was it no i think he signed because he, he had, a, I thought he had a really good start to the game. Got himself a try, yes, which was a really good try, and uh, got an assist off the kick for the yeah. second one. I, I think he's, I, I almost want to say two and a half years. I want to say it was this year, and then he's got two years, but I could be wrong with that one. Mm. I'm not too sure, uh, but. Yeah, uh, Salford showing class again. Just their ability to to throw the ball around and work it and offload it. It's it's some of the best you've seen this season, and it's it's brilliant to oh, see. It was only until the end of this season, was it really? Mm. All right. I imagine he'll be signing a longer one with them. Yeah, you'd have to imagine so. Sure. Well, if he hasn't, he's earned it. At the very least. He's, he's played really well and he's got a bit of speed about him as well. Um, and he, he'll be a really good asset to Hull. But he's, again, where does he fit in? Because he's been playing fullback, I think, hasn't he? Yes. I don't know what his actual position is, though. Is, is he a fullback? I think utility is the right. word that they use, which I hate. <laughs> Just means they're not good enough for one position. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not even sure who the, they're losing this year. I don't even know if they're losing anyone out of the back line. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Unless obviously Jake Connor is unless he unless he moves into the halves or they move Connor permanently into the halves. Or Connor's going. There's yeah, rumours Connor's Oh really? Yeah, there's rumours Connor's might be leaving for the NRL, so mm, not so sure. I, I, I'm saying that they lost I forgot they'd lost uh, Josh Reynolds, so the there's a position there for him anyway. Mm. I think. Yeah. I feel a bit sorry for Hall this season. I think I saw something as well that um you could actually make a starting 13 out of Hull's injury list. Mm. And if you looked at it, it was actually a team that you'd think could actually beat some of the teams in Super League. Well, while we're on that subject, I think... Well, I know there's a lot of teams suffered with a lot of injuries this year. Mm. And I think, if I remember it rightly, uh, I was told that there was 85 players across the league that were unavailable... For selection this week. Wow, really? Yeah. So let's have a double header. That's just, yeah. 85 <sighs> players. And obviously, you know, injuries happen in the contact sport. That's part of the game. But uh, 
does something need looking at, or has it just been one of those seasons? I think just, players get bigger and bigger, and then they, they put rules in to protect him. But so, like, obviously can't make contact with the head or anything, but then it gets, they make it ridiculous where anything's a sim bin or any, anything's a penalty. So players try and tackle differently mm. and then end up getting themselves injured. Because they put themselves in wrong positions. Yeah, and like they try and tackle legs, but because players are so big, they end up, uh, what do they call it, like a, a spike type thing or, yeah. you know, and like the, the neck, shoulder thing. Yeah. And end up, yeah. I don't know. It's just about 85 players is worrying. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure how you would combat that really, but maybe it is. Maybe it's just a freak season. Maybe maybe it is one of them like oh you know like you say it's you put so many rules in that you change the way players act mm. it becomes impossible to avoid the injuries. Mm. But we'll wait and see. But uh, obviously Salford had uh, well not really a comeback but won the second half eighteen six and just keep going and going, don't they? They do indeed. They they really do and. I like Salford. Uh, they're they're a good side. They've got. I think they've got a genuine chance of making Old Trafford. Yeah, they've 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 got every chance. They they just need to do what they do though, and just mm. make sure that when they do come across these these bigger teams, that they're not afraid to keep doing what they've been doing and throw this ball around and stuff like that. Because it's winning them games. Then mm. you don't change a winning formula. Uh, moving on, anyway, uh, to a team that has now secured themselves into the top four. And it was the French derby. It was Toulouse 14, Catalan 24. Yeah, I mean, ever since the was it the Warrington defeat, Toulouse have looked pretty pretty toothless, pretty, pretty down and out. Uh, I think... I think they knew that was a really, really important two points lost. Uh, Freud Jaha with the first half hat-trick as well. Yes, it was. Um, and I think after after the weekend, I think he's on 99 tries for the Dragons, I think. Uh, 100, he got his 100th against... Did he get one? He got, his, he got two against Leeds. Oh, yes, 100th. he did, yeah. He did. Uh, the, the, the Chris Ankinson try um, was a bit... Funny for me. I'm not sure he got that ball down. But then he did get it down. But then it's like, that is a really, that really is. Yeah. How long does he want? That takes, that, that takes the mick even for the NRL. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, he was sort of, say, he was looking at the ref and like, wagging his feet like, yeah, I've got it down. I've got it down. And then he put it down after yeah. that. It's like, well, that was literally about five or six seconds after You've been saying, yeah, he already got it down, and I'm not sure. I don't think, can with you? I don't think he got it down the first time. No, I don't. And well, Tyrell May isn't going to hold him up forever. He's not going to stand there until the ref gives his decision, is he? You know. No. So I mean, and I, I don't think it was. I can't remember anyway whether they said, yeah, he got it down first time, or whether they give it because he got it down at the very end. Yeah, I I hope it's not the latter because mm. if you are giving tries that amount of time to get the ball down, it's setting a very dangerous thing within the league. Yeah, 
to any team that could, you know, if you're held up, how long do you want? Yeah. Yeah. But, and uh, later on in the game, Sam Tompkins found himself in the sim bin. For, he did. Do you think that was a sim bin? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a, uh, there's, I've seen a few people calling for a ban for him. I'm not sure it's worthy of a oh, ban. I think yellow card's sufficient to lose, make the break, he chips it over the top. I don't think he moves into his path. He does. Uh, sorry, I don't think he actually physically, like, I don't think he like changes his, I think he just sort of stands he his ground. He leans into him. Yeah, I think he just stands his ground and then leans into him, but I don't think he like moves into him, if that makes sense. I think I get what you're saying, but he definitely puts a shoulder on him. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's a yellow card, and I think he knew it. I think he just, yeah, yeah. I think he just did it because he knew he had no other option. Yeah. So obviously, I hope we see to lose again because I think they've had some things that uh, were against him from the start. We've said it in the past, so I hope we do see them again. But um, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and later and look, you know. On a Thursday night, if you're, I think it was about 9,000, mm. the attendance, just over 9,000. If you're doing that on a Thursday night in France, you're obviously bringing something to the league. Yeah, they've had they've had pretty good attendances all, all year, and I know it's not just all about that. But I think, the, I think they do some pretty nice stuff off the field as well with, yeah. you know, in Toulouse and that with the fans. So. Yeah. Get it right on the field, win some more games, and... You'd be super. League, you'd be back up in Super League in no time. Yes, unfortunately, they just weren't good enough on the field this season. Yeah, that's right. Um, Which is a shame for them, but I think they rise up against it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Which brings us to our last game and the team that Toulouse were competing against for most of the season, but have now confirmed their safety in Wakefield, which was Wakefield eighteen, Hull KR six. Yeah, pretty dead rubber, really. Um, I think all Kyar obviously could have still made made the playoffs, but it just didn't really feel like it, did it? No, and again, another team that's seen themselves uh, with a few injuries this year and and not have a full strength squad for a lot of it. And even now, they've they've had a few players that have had to just call it quits for this season because of. We had Lachlan Coote with a head knock. Mikey Lewis went off in this game, I think, with a head knock and has now mm. not been able to play the next two games. So, yeah, you know, it's... Um, but, yeah, I, I think um, I think there was a lot of hype around Hulk after what they did last year. Mm. And I think with a full-strength squad and, as we've said, if Danny Maguire's there, Danny Maguire's there. If he's not the new coach, I think they'll be back up there again next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty emotional night, I think, at, at Bellevue. Um, obviously, it was their last home game of the season, and they'd announced, obviously, there were uh, quite a few players leaving, and then there was also the announcements that uh, Arona was leaving and David Fafita, uh, the big bopper, was leaving. He was indeed. Um, and and had a, a nice moment at the end of the game when he took the... Uh, Conversion for the last try. I tell you what, he absolutely nailed it, didn't he? Didn't he? That was a that was a great kick. Straight split the post in two. I know. He should he, he should be kicking all the time. Yeah. But 
I'll tell you what surprised me with Fafita. Do you know he's been at Wakefield for seven years? Yeah, I heard that. That really surprised me. Honestly, I thought he'd been there about three. Mm. I thought it had been three or four. When when I think about, when I put it into perspective, I was thinking who's having, you know, the, the testimonials and stuff lately. And I think uh, Alex Warm's having one this year, isn't he? For St. Helens. Uh, yes. So I think there's, so when I think about three years difference between Fafita and Wormsley, who, Wormsley seems to just been around for ages now. Mm. It really shocked me that he'd been there for so long. Yeah, seven years really surprised me. Yeah. Uh, but wherever he ends up, uh, good luck to him because I think he's a real, really good player and a really nice bloke off the field as well. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, we'll quickly run through round twenty six then. Yep. Um, which was the Monday games, apart from Hull and Toulouse, who played on the Sunday, and that finished Hull FC 38, Toulouse 12. Yeah, I think it was nice to for both players and fans to see Hull finally win a home game. <laughs> yeah, that sounded so patronising. It did, didn't it? Um, but it's true. I mean, if, you know, I said you know we want to miss stats, but they'd conceded nearly two hundred points at home in the last four games. So mm. you know, it probably was nice for them. Um, the ones that went anyway, it looked a bit uh, empty on the Monday. But it is bank holiday, so maybe people had plans. And you know, well, really I mean, it was a, it was a, that was a dead rubber game as well, wasn't it? So I don't know. Yeah, it's. Um, Anyway, we'll not get into that. <laughs> no. Um, quite a lot of easy tries going through. It was just very basic stuff, and the ones that weren't, it was break the line and off you go sort of thing. So, mm. um, yeah, I think I think Hull, uh, they, they, did, they did well. They did, they did a job, didn't they? They did what they had to do, and yeah, they finally got that home win, so well done to them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been interesting to see what happened, what would have happened with Toulouse if they'd have won at Warrington, but they didn't. So there's no point dwelling on it. Um, nice to see. Um, is it is it Harry or Harvey Baron? Harvey, I think. Anyway, it's nice to see him get a couple of tries because obviously he made a couple of mistakes. Didn't he have uh, the bombs uh, a couple of weeks ago and his shot to. Uh, Adam Pearson saying, get him off. So yeah. it was nice to see him get a couple of tries. For me, it was anyway. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's um, nice to see the, the young lads come through and play well. So, mm. yeah, well done to him. Yeah. Um, Mondays, all these other games, obviously, on Monday. Uh, Huddersfield, 38. Warrington, 36. And a... <laughs> And, and almost a really good, spectacular comeback uh, from Warrington because Huddersfield at one point were 30 points to six up. Yeah, they they seemed to roll reverse on a Monday, didn't they? they? They had a terrible first half and a far better second half. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, think, um, I think not just with this game, but I think with a lot of them, I think you saw that it was... Very tired players, very tired defences. And the ones that weren't were the ones that played a lot of the youth because they didn't 
want to risk injury for the playoffs, which is why this this weekend should never have been planned in the first place. But anyway, yeah, uh, like I said, soft defence. Some of the tries were a bit in this game were a bit soft for my liking. Just easy balls going through. Uh, I think Jake Wardle dropped one over the line again. Another Huddersfield one that just seemed to bounce into the laps. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, Matt Dufty got himself four tries and five tries over the week over the two games. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're right. It 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 was looking a bit tired, tired bodies, sloppy defence, lots of errors. So Uddersfield will just be really happy that they managed to cling on, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. they're still um well, is that is that the top four completely done now or can Catalan yes. still take third? Uh, uh, no, the yeah, Catalans can can still take third. Okay, uh, they're only one point behind Huddersfield, who's set on thirty three. Right. Okay. So, uh, obviously, with the last round of fixtures to go, uh, that's still still up for grabs. Third place is still up for grabs. Who do each of them play? Do you know? Uh, Catalan play Wigan and. Huddersfield play uh, Wakefield. Okay. So you would think that Huddersfield would yeah. cling on to the third spot. Yeah, you would. You would think so. Uh, but a couple of important games there. Um, well, there was a couple of teams that pretty much played their academy and ended up Sealing the league leaders, and although they lost, league St. Ellen's claimed the league leaders' shield, uh, even after going down thirty-four points to eighteen at home to Wakefield. Yeah, as you said, they they played a very young, inexperienced squad, but they didn't. They, they stood up quite well in the second half. Mm. First half, I think, got away from them a bit. I think there was a couple of uh, nervous. Nervousness in there, you could see it, but um, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes, a lot of handling errors, and things like that. But Lewis Murphy got himself four tries and probably should have got himself five tries because he was very unselfish and give it back on the inside to Max Jowett. Yes, he did, you're right. But he's uh, going to be some player, I've said it in the past, but he's going to be some player and Wakefield who do really well to keep hold of him. Well, every time we seem to talk about Wakefield, his name comes up now, doesn't it? And Yeah, spectacular. He seems to not be able to score a try without a spectacular finish. Yeah, he's, he he can get the ball down, can't he? And he's got certain. pace to burn. Yeah. I mean, St. Ellen's obviously looking for a, a winger, having lost Regan Grace. That was a pretty good... Game to have in front of the Saints fans, really. Um, and, and obviously, if, if Bevan French is to go, Wigan need a, a winger. Yeah, very true. So he could be a, a man in demand. And it's it's hard, isn't it, when the so-called bigger teams come knocking. It's hard to turn them down. More money, yeah, more trophies. It, it, it's You know, it is hard to turn down. But Wakefield will be doing absolutely everything to keep hold of him, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, on a personal note for him, he's been called up to the England Knights squad. So Yeah, tremendous achievement. Yeah, well done to, to Lewis Murphy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, another team that, that put their uh, youngsters out was was Wigan, who went down 38-28 to, to Ulkayara. Another good display from, 
from there uh, from 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 Wigan who again very similar to to that Saints squad didn't embarrass themselves they stood up quite well and and uh, have shown that there's quite a bright future yeah no, they, they had a, a late charge didn't they I think okay I were winning quite comfortably um I think they were 20 points to six down at half time Wigan and then even um I think 32 six I think they were down and then obviously had the a, a late try and scored well four in the second half and, and won the second half 22 18 but yeah you know the the, the youngsters doing them proud um and and the St Helens youngsters doing them proud and I think that's a, a big big reason that them two teams sit at the top of the league yeah definitely because they, they, they can rely on their academy players yeah hundred percent and they just they can just slot in whenever they're needed and it's why Leeds have been such a big success as well yeah because the academy players and the academy players that come through and end up having really long careers at the club um sets them apart from everybody else for me yeah I agree hundred yeah. percent but yeah obviously the the, the lost there at UKR handed St Ellen's the league leaders shield um which I think, even if we're going to do one, I think St. Helens uh, will play full-strength team against Toulouse at home this weekend and would have wrapped it up anyway. But it's already done and dusted. The top two sealed. Um, well, as I mentioned Leeds earlier, they travelled to the south of France, to Catalan, and lost 32 points to 18. Yes, the unlucky seven strikes again. <laughs> yeah. On for the seventh win and just couldn't quite get over the line. But uh, as we said before, Yaha, 100 tries, Catalans in Super League, phenomenal achievement for that. Mm. So Absolutely, yeah, well done to him. Well done. And, you know, I bet as a, as a Catalan fan at one point, at 28-18 with 10 minutes to go, you're thinking, oh God, not again, please. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet I bet some of them were as well. Yeah, um, it it was. I mean, it's always tough going to Catalan, but to do it. Well, actually, when did they they played Wednesday, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, so less than a week um, after the last game, mm. it was going to be even harder. But Catalan's really professional, and they, um, obviously they've got a few players back and whatnot. Sam Tonk sat this one out. Yes. Um, but Catalan's too too strong in the end. Yeah, and I think it's even harder for I think whoever whether it was Leeds whoever got Catalan on that Monday, I think was always up against it. Especially with Catalan's not even having to travel that far to, to lose the yeah the Thursday before as yeah. well. You know, there's yeah. not much travel time in that. So no, not at all. You know, they've stayed in France. And I don't know. Leeds, Leeds had a few players. I think Austin and and Caesar were obviously. Caesar was definitely banned. I'm not sure if Austin picked one up, but he, he sat out, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Ash Handley sat this one out because uh was expecting the birth of his first child. Okay. So I'm not sure if it came or not, but congratulations to Ash. Yes. Um. But yeah, that that um that and the results of the next game means that Leeds' last game is uber important. <laughs> uber? Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, but the last game of the round 26 was Castleford and Salford. Uh, Castleford 10, Salford 50. Yeah, that's a, um, a big, big statement from Salford, isn't it? From a team that is now secured within those playoffs. Mm. That is one, like I said, hell of a statement to make. You've you've put the top six on notice that you're here to play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Castleford didn't really turn up, did they? And obviously they they lost uh, Danny Richardson as well, uh, and he's been in tremendous form. Like I say, we uh, mentioned it earlier when they beat Warrington, and they yeah. ended up losing him halfway through this game. So. Really, really big loss for me. That uh, I, I thought he was steering them really well, but Salford halves, Croft and Sneed in unbelievable form. Yeah, for me, Brody Croft's amazing uh, and really compliments Mark Sneed and the other way around. Sneed compliments Croft. They, they they work really, really well together, and I think they're big. They're key to. To our soul for going this um, playoffs. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. They just uh, turn up every week, and Brody Croft. Well, we've said it all season mm. that he, he came over with this this pedigree, and he's he's shown it. Mm. And uh, I hope Salford keep hold of him, or I hope he stays in Super League at the very least, because I think uh, I think he's I think he's brilliant to watch and. Yeah, he scored a, a really, really good try from the scrum. Yeah, is that the one where he threw the dummy and just went through the gap? Yeah, it just seemed to open up for him, but uh, really good speed and really good um, awareness to get himself through that and spot that. So, But <laughs> Castleford just not there at all. I mean, they were, I think they were 18, 20 nil down after 12 minutes. Yeah. They conceded quite early on. Well, three tries early on, really. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think it was always an uphill battle from there. Well, the form that they've been in as well, you can't give them a 20-point lead after 10 minutes, 12 no. minutes. No, you can't. And expect to come back. And and then lose some players. Yeah, it's... <sighs> It's a tough one, and unfortunately just didn't go, well, I say unfortunately didn't go their way, but Salford were just brilliant again. Mm. Just that offload game, that that ability to keep the ball alive. You know, they they break the line and you think the tackle's over, and all of a sudden the ball's out again, Mm. and out again, and out again, and they're in. Yeah, and, and the losses for Leeds and Castleford, now means that this round 27, the last regular game of the season, play each other. Leeds at Headingley, Leeds-Castleford is their biggest game of the year. And I believe it's been chosen for Sky Sports over the Hull Derby. Mm. And and probably rightly so, if that makes sense. I agree. You like watching a a whole derby. Don't get me wrong. I think it's good, but closing end of the season, you want to see you make. There's going to be more eyes on that. Yeah, Yeah. 
So there's a, there's a couple of important games, really. Um, obviously, Leeds and Castleford is huge. The winner of that gets through to the playoffs. And then the only other ones that are of any importance, really, are Huddersfield and Wakefield and Wigan and Catalan. Yeah. Because they're the only other, the only other ones that can leapfrog each other. Yes. Yeah, I don't, and I think, uh, who does Salford play, sorry? Salford play at home to Warrington. See, that could be interesting, because if Salford were to lose, and Leeds were to win, I think Leeds then leapfrog Salford, and they go to sixth as well, so, mm. that fire, that, even though Salford are in it, it just depends on where they finish at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be a, some good games, I think there'll be some good games this week. There is, it's all shaping up, but I know we've waffled on a bit there, but there was two rounds to cover, so forgive us. Um, That was round 25 and 26 in the bag, and we shall move seamlessly into this. It's Bobby Stats of the Week. That's right, stats of the week time. I'd say that twice, I'd forgot to unmute the bikes. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, he is here. Hello. <laughs> How many stats have we got this week? We've got, it's, it's awkward, we've got, we've got four written down, but there's actually like, one of them's got like three different parts to it, so. Oh, okay, so it's a super long stat. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start then, shall we? What's we the shall first then. one? Uh, we'll start with the NRL. We've only got one NRL this week. And that is that Alex Johnston is set to become the first NRL player to be top, to be top try scorer four years in a row. Okay. Uh, the only player that can stop him from doing that is Corey Oates. But Corey Oates needs nine tries in his last game. Okay. <laughs> So, I think Alex Johnston's won. I'm going to bet on Corey Oates. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, well done to Alex Johnston. Yeah. Uh, stat number two. Uh, St. Helens have lost back-to-back games for the first time in over two years. Okay. Uh, they haven't lost three in a row since 2017. I don't think it'll come to it, but... No. No, I wouldn't have thought so, but... But, yeah. Back to back and over two years. Yeah, I mean, that's why they're champions for the last three years. Yeah. So, excellent. Okay. Uh, stat number three. Uh, Reese Martin has kicked 33 consecutive goals. Has he? He is only three off Mason Lino's Super League record of 36. Okay. Did Mason Lionel break? Was it Kevin Sinfield? Yes. Right. And I think the overall record in rugby league is forty-one with Liam Finn. Oh, okay. That yeah, that wasn't too long ago, was it? No, I think was he, he did playing it. in the championship yeah. somewhere. I think it was around 2016, 2017. Yeah, I think he did that. So okay, he's not too far off. But yeah, he's only four off the Super League record. Very good. So all eyes on Reese Martin. Mm, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of tries at the weekend for him. Yeah. 
We shall see. Okay. Is this the super duper long one? This is the super duper long one. Okay. And it's all around Mark Sneed. Okay. So Mark Sneed has broke the record for the most goals in a Super League season for Salford. He's currently kicked 97 goals this season and he's broke, after this weekend, broke Christian Inu's 93 in 2019. Okay. Uh, Sneed is also the fifth highest point scorer for Salford in Super League history. Wow. On 353 points. Okay. How many years has he spent there? I thought it was two. We started off there, didn't it? Of course, yeah, they'll count the... Yeah, of course, yeah. I don't I don't know, I don't think he had much game time, because he, he went on loan to Castle for Dinny and, and made his name there, really. Yeah, he so did. So I don't think he had too much game time. Yeah. I forgot about his spell back at Salford, actually. Yeah. He's from, yeah. from Oldham, I think, isn't he? Yeah, I think he is. Oh. And finally, Mark Sneed... Uh, against Castleford scored 26 points. Yeah. It's the joint second highest by a Salford player in Super League history. Okay. Josh Griffin holds the record on 30 points for his game against London in 2014. All right, okay. Did he kick goal? He must have kicked goal. I think Josh Griffin did kick goal. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. But that's it. So, Mark Sneed's... Salford's player this year. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So I said it before, I didn't even know you'd wrote that. Yeah. Excellent. Well, very good. I like that. Thank you. Wherever you've copied that from. <laughs> <laughs> All came to my head. Oh, did it? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Right, let's go on. <laughs> you call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, uh, our ever-popular NRL segment. I will quickly run through the uh, round 24 results. And obviously, Bobby, if you've got anything to say on any of them, then just jump in, yeah? Will do. Okay, so... Brisbane Broncos 6, Parramatta Eels 53. Surprisingly, did you know the Broncos are now outside the top eight? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. I thought they were well in it. Mm-hmm. And now it's it, it's out of their hands, really. It's down to um, Canberra. Yeah. They're, they're fighting with Canberra. They don't, obviously, they don't play each other. I think Canberra play, uh, let me see, the West Tigers. <laughs> ah. And the Broncos play the Dragons. Mm. But it's out of their hand now. Who'd have thought that? Yeah. They were sitting fourth at one point. They were. They were flying. Six weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Penrith Panthers 46, New Zealand Warriors 12, uh, Melbourne Storm 14, the Sydney Roosters 18. They're looking good, aren't they, the Roosters? Yeah, they um outside the top. Two or three, I I think they could win it from, yeah, from where they wherever they finish. Joey Manu's playing some phenomenal rugby. Yeah, the um, they look good value for money at the minute. I'm looking forward to seeing him play for the Kiwis in the World Cup. Uh, Manu, I think he'll be a 
Yeah, he's really excellent. Good, I think he'll be a really good player. Yeah, to one watch. of my favourite players. I love mm. watching him. Uh, Canberra Raiders forty eight. Uh, your Poo Manly Seagulls six. All right. <laughs> uh, the Cronulla Sharks sixteen. Canterbury Bulldogs nil. Take that, Gus. Uh, <laughs> South Sydney Rabbit Owls twenty. North Queensland Cowboys ten. The Cowboys having a bit of a wobble. Yes. There's a big thing about how they can't play outside of Queensland and when they have to travel to Sydney, they're not very good. Yeah, I've, I've heard that well, as they're well. going to have to learn and learn fast, I think, if they're to make it anywhere in these playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, West Tigers 22, St. George, Illawarra Dragons 24. I believe it was a, an 80th minute penalty that won them that game as well. Uh, yes, I didn't see it though, so I can't comment on the uh, foul play for the penalty. Yes, I'm not sure. Uh, probably was just about. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was one of them. Right. Was I, it, I was it was a penalty. It. Nothing further. Just okay. Yeah, I didn't see it. And lastly, the Gold Coast Titans 36, the Newcastle Knights 26. Does that confirm the wooden spoon for the Knights? Um. No. All the Tigers. Tigers. Is that what it is? I know the yeah. Titans haven't been given the wooden spoon. I know there was a big no, it's thing. No, it's going to be the Tigers, I think. Is um, it? If they were to win, if they were to beat Canberra, then it would be on points. They'd win it on points difference. Win the wooden spoon on points difference. <laughs> Unless, of course, the Titans win. Yes. Uh, but the pick of the round, last round for the NRL before they head into their playoffs. Uh, pick of the rounds on Thursday at 10.50am. It's the Eels versus the Melbourne Storm. That'll be a good game. Yes, and that is fourth versus fifth. Storm in fourth and the Eels in fifth, but they're on the same points. So, mm. obviously there's there's got to be, well, not got to be, but you would think there'd be a winner. Yeah. And, obviously the winner finishes fourth. Gets that extra life. They have the, the extra life in the playoffs, don't they? Yes, yeah, so the four. top four is really important for them. Yeah. So be a really, really good match. And see, I think there's, there's questions about whether the Eels can do it. So this will obviously see how they stand and mentally and physically, how tough they are. Mm. Uh, Friday at 10.55, kick-off a.m. It's the Sydney Roosters against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Ah. The oldest derby in rugby league. Oh no! Wait, Allegedly, that's the other thing they got wrong in it. <laughs> Allegedly, uh, well, according to them, it's the oldest derby in rugby league. So, yeah, right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. So that would be good, and and they sit in sixth and seventh, and they're also on the same points, mm. both on thirty points. So the winner of that will will finish above the other, mm. and. Could possibly even finish fifth, depending on points difference. Oh, okay. But I can't see the points difference. Okay. If if Paro if Paramatta were to lose to the Storm, yeah. Depending on what they win by, the Roosters or the Bunnies could go above them. All right. Okay. Uh, and lastly. <coughs> The other game is on Saturday at 10.35. It's the Cowboys versus the Panthers. Oh, a bit of a first versus second preview. Yes. Very nice. Um, 
there's a few. It's really tight in the the NRL at the minute, and it, I think anybody could finish anywhere. Pretty much looking at that, it's really mm. really tight. So well, we shall wait and see what happens. But they're the pick of the rounds for that. Well. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Well, that leads us very, very nicely into our last segment of the pod, which is obviously this. Loose Forward Podcast Prediction League with Six Again. Yes, of course, it's that time of the week and that buzzer can only mean one thing. We're joined by Bri from Six Again for our Predictions League. Bri, how are you? Hello, how are we boys? Very well, thank you. This last week of the Prediction League. I know, sad isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Andy's yeah. not here to see Well, it. not for Bobby because he's pretty much bottom, so. I'm <laughs> mid-table. <laughs> The whole FC of the world. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows the first year doesn't count. Is that right? That's what. It's, that's it's like, what. It's like you dip your toe in the water in it. Next year, you'll see me right up there. <laughs> that's what Warrington have been saying since the start of the Super League. All right, let's not compare me to Warrington. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, here we are. So, Brian, do you want to give us a? Rundown of the scores from last week. Yes, should we do a collective? Yes, yes, we can. Do. We'll, we'll, we'll do a collective because I only got six points yesterday. Yeah, um, so we'll do a collective. <laughs> <laughs> um, over the weekend, we had uh, three spot ons. We had one for Yorkshire for Joseph, um, and we had two in the space of about forty seconds for Bobby. Well. Well, it's a good job you are mid-table, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing to worry about there. <laughs> so, the league going into the last week looks like this. Callum, you are top. You got 37 points over the week, double weekend. That's not bad. And you are on 437. Excellent. In joint second is Andy, myself... And the insiders. Ooh. All on 428 points. Wow, nine in it. Over the weekend, Andy and the insiders got 28 and I got 35. Wow. In fifth, with 381 at the stats team. And over the two over the two um rounds, the stats team got 37 points, including two spot-ons. But that weren't the best week, collectively, because the best week went to Yorkshire, who had 39 points. Wow. And are now only three points behind the stats team going into the last round for fifth place. Wow. And lastly, Lancashire got 37 points over the weekend and are still bottom on 342. Okay. <laughs> as long as they don't finish bottom, it's fine. Nah, I think you'd be yeah, right. but you could finish second bottom, ah, hence the Warrington connection. Ah, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> uh, okay, then. Uh, well, for the last time this season, who are our protagonists this week? We have yourself, Callum. We have Andy. Bobby's back for the stats team. 
we have myself, and then for Yorkshire we have our Castleford fan, Alison. Okay, welcome back, Alison. For Lancashire, we have our um, St. Helens fan, St. Biffy. Excellent, welcome, and for, Steve. For the insiders, we have a Cardiff Demons player, ladies player, and Wales, Shawnee Davis. Ah. Cardiff won. Cardiff won the um, women's Super League South over the weekend, and Shawnee, she's out injured. She was the uh, water carrier. Yes, I saw they've done the the double, haven't they this season? Yeah. So uh, I I messaged her and told her that obviously they couldn't have won if it weren't for the water supply. That's true. You got to stay hydrated. Yeah, you got to stay hydrated, That's especially true. in this weather. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen the water boy. It's <laughs> too old. Congratulations to uh, Shawnee Davis and her teammates on a terrific season. And welcome to the predictions, Lee. Yes, and welcome to the predictions. Most, well, most I would say that's more important. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it is if to win the trophy. It is. Um, right. Well, maybe we should. Uh, I'm quite nervous getting into this now. There's a lot of tough games coming up. There is. It's all to play. Well, not for me, but it's all to play for, for the top four. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Where are we starting then, Bri? Well, in the last week, we are starting on Friday at 7.45. Huddersfield v Wakefield. Uh, It's actually a tricky one to predict this. I don't know if, if Huddersfield will rest any players. With the playoffs coming up, do they do they are they bothered where they finish in third or fourth? Because obviously mm. they can't drop out of the top four. So is it no. uh, you know they're getting a home fixture anyway? But I, I think they'd like to wrap up third place. I think they'll I think they'll try. I think they'll put a good squad out, and I think they'll uh, I think they'll wrap up third place. So I'm going to go Huddersfield by fourteen. Yeah, um, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know whether they'll rest players or not, but. He's finishing third. An easier route in the playoffs, not so sure. So, but I think they'll want to finish third. I'm gonna, but I think it'll be close because I think people won't want to get banned and injured and all that. So I'm gonna say Huddersfield by eight. Mm. And Andy has gone the opposite way. He's gone Wakefield by ten. Mm. Well, he's the only one. Mm-hmm. Allison for Yorkshire. Huddersfield by eighteen. St. Biffy for Lancashire, Huddersfield by 16. Shawnee for the Insiders, Huddersfield by 8. And I have gone Huddersfield by 6. Yeah. Okay, what's our next game? Friday's live game. 8 o'clock, UK time. Wigan v Catalan. Another another tough game. I don't think that um, Wigan will rest players. Because obviously they'll have a week off during that first week of the playoffs, and I don't see either Saints or Wigan resting players and giving them two weeks off. I don't see any point in that. So I'm going to say Wigan by ten. Yeah, I agree, especially with the the Monday just gone. I think they rested a few then, so yeah, I think it'd be silly to to not to to go to three weeks, especially on that. Uh, I think Catalans will still try. Up a bit of a fight, you know, with with Huddersfield going for that third and fourth. Uh, so, but I think they'll ultimately come down. I think I'll go Wigan by fourteen, and Andy is in agreement. He's gone Wigan by eighteen. 
We don't have a clean sweep. Mm. Alison for Yorkshire, Wigan by six. Myself, I've gone Wigan by eight. Shawnee for the insiders, Catalan by eight. And St. Biffy for Lancashire, Saints fan, Catalan by 20. <laughs> okay. No, no harsh feelings over Friday there, is there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, okay, what is our next game, Bri? The first of a plethora of the games are all at the same time on Saturday. It's the whole derby at three o'clock. You never like to call a derby a nothing game, but it kind of is on this one. There's nothing left to play for. I think you've just upset the entire... City of all. I'm sorry, you're just playing for pride on this one. Oh yeah, but it's not nothing, is it? Anyway. No, I, I suppose it's not nothing, but in terms of the league, it's a nothing game, but you're just sort of playing for one-upmanship here, and I think with both teams are seeing the amount of injuries they have, I think it'll be quite a, a closer game, but ultimately I've gone for Hulk KR by eight, and Andy has gone Hulk KR by 12. I have absolutely no idea which way to go with this one. But I think I'm going to go the other way and say Hull FC by 10. Okay. And we have a mixed bag. Alison for Yorkshire, Hull KR by 12. St. Perfie for Lancashire, Hull FC by 4. Shawnee Davis for the Insiders, Hull KR by 6. And myself, Hull KR by 8. That could be the game that wins it for you, Carl. Or the one that loses it. (laughs) (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) Oh... Should have revoked my uh, right as leader to go last. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want Bryders and just copy shit? Yeah, week? just copy whatever team everyone else has gone for. Yeah, well, it didn't work last week, did it? <laughs> no, it definitely didn't work Monday. <laughs> uh, right, uh, next game. Also, three o'clock on Saturday, but this time it's on Sky. Leeds v Castleford. Absolutely set up to be a cracker of a match. Mm. Winner takes all. Yeah, um, this is this is pretty much a, a playoff game, isn't it? Um, in itself, um, I think with Cass losing Danny Richardson, I think he was on a really good run of, of farm, and it'll be a big miss. Leeds look miles stronger to me at the minute. I'm going to say Leeds by eighteen. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I uh, just I think Cass with it being the, the derby and the, the playoff place, I think they might just get themselves a bit more up for it, but I think ultimately they'll just lose out and I've gone leads by ten. Andy has gone leads by seven. The sneaky little devil. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a clean sweep. Alison for Yorkshire leads by eight. St. Biffy for Langston leads by 14. Shawnee for the insiders leads by 12. And myself leads by 16. Did Alison say leads there, Brian? Isn't she? Yes, he did. She is indeed. Oh, no. 
Oh, no. Uh, right. Uh, next game then, Brian. The mighty Salford v Warrington, three o'clock on Saturday. I I think you will see Salford rest some players this week. They're they're in the playoffs. They're going away no matter where no matter where they finish. I think they'll take the time to, to rest up and and go again the week after in the playoffs. I've gone Warrington by twelve. I agree. I also think Salford will will rest players. Um and and Warrington looks slightly stronger, depending what team Salford field. I think they'll come away with the the two points. I'm going to say Warrington by sixteen, and he's gone Warrington by eight. We have a mixed bag. Allison for Yorkshire, Salford by sixteen. Saint Bethany for Lancashire, Warrington by ten. Shawnee for the Insiders, Salford by ten. Myself. I think it's the last home game of the season. And no matter what, they've got to play two away games. They aren't going to play in front of that crowd anymore. I think they're going to put on a display. Salford by 14. Okay. Mm. Okay. And that should leave us one more game then, yes? Yeah. Lastly, it's St. Helens for Toulouse. Also, Saturday at 3 o'clock. Yeah, yes. Same with, as I said earlier, same with Wigan. I don't think Saints will um, rest players having done it on Monday and then having a week off next week. Uh, Toulouse have looked pretty pretty toothless uh, the last two or three weeks. So I'm going to say St. Helens by 20. Yeah, I totally agree. I think you'll see a very dominant display from from St. Helens this week, knowing that they've got that, that week off. I think they'll... they'll... They'll just come out and blow them out of the water. I've gone Saints by 32. And Andy has one-upped me. He's gone Saints by 44. Wow. Wow. Oof. Oof. And we've got a clean sweep. Alison for Yorkshire, Saints by 18. St. Biffy for Lancashire, Saints by 30. Shawnee for the insiders, Saints by 18. And myself, I've gone Saints by 24. Well, do you know what? I don't think we could have picked a harder round to finish the Predictions League on. No. There's some seriously tough games here. Especially not knowing the teams as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even so, you've got the whole derby, Leeds, Cass, Salford, Warrington, Wigan, Catalan. And only nine points in it. Nine points in it. It could be over come Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, no, I don't think anyone had predicted that there'd be four still in it on the last game. No. Halfway through the season. I don't think I don't think we could have got as we could have got a little bit closer if if uh, well, if Andy you, had if picked Warrington. Tried harder, then it would be yeah. closer. Now, so. <laughs> well, if Andy had picked Warrington for two games, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, and if uh, Bevan French hadn't scored in the last second, that'd have got an extra three or four points. So yeah, but never mind now. <laughs> I just think I think I don't think anyone had called it called it being this close. But yeah, it's been fun. It has it's been fun. It's been a lot of admin, a lot of messages, but yeah, it's been fun. 
Well, thank you very much, Brian, for doing all your hard work throughout the season, sorting everything out and all the scores and everything. Um, it's much appreciated and it's been a lot of fun doing it, so thank you. No worries, boys. And hopefully you'll agree to do it again next year. Well, I, I could have my arm twisted. It depends where the trophy ends up. <laughs> I'll have to twist your arm then. <laughs> <laughs> Only if that trophy's in a helicopter, you might do, yeah. Yeah. If that's the way, it's going to be like that uh, Leeds Huddersfield game remember when Ryan Hall scored the last minute it's going to be floating floating over the Pennine somewhere isn't it (laughs) (laughs) we'll have a whip round hire an helicopter (laughs) keep flying it back and forth (laughs) this is the real trophy Uh, (laughs) right well I think that just about wraps us up thanks again Brian for for doing everything this season Um, and good luck to everybody in the predictions league uh, obviously not too much because I want to win. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you've stayed with us uh, all this time, uh, then thank you for listening. Um, and as we mentioned last week, obviously we are launching Rugby League Shirt Day. Uh, and that's going to be the official... Well, the official day is the 23rd of September. But you can follow us on on all social media platforms, including TikTok, Instagram... Facebook, Twitter, we're on everything. Uh, so give us a follow, uh, get your shirts on display. Um, and and uh, yeah, get following. Yeah. So that just about wraps us up then for this week. Uh, if you, Wherever you are going, watching your rugby league this week, then stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.